We're rolling. Hey, liars. Hey, liars. Like Gossip Girl. Hey, liars. Ooh. This is an email from A. We haven't had one in a while. We've had voicemails, anonymous voicemails, but not an email. So it came through while we were doing our Discord chat, which has me sus, of course. Of course. We can only assume. And the email states, it's funny how you deny being a liar when your show is called We Are Liars. And speaking of lying, how was your little outing with your number one suspect? I would think if you really believed he was A, you would keep your distance. You know, in case he reveals some secrets. I mean, okay. this just screams so it's gotta Mike. Be Mike. It's got <laughs> like I get what you were trying to do, Mike, but now more than ever, you're, now more than it's ever, you. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For those of curious and need context, I had a live show over the weekend with Movie Friends podcast, and Liz was there, and Mike, our listener and patron, was there. So. He came as a, a surprise. He sure did. He sure did wearing a Shrek mask. We, we imagine Shrek if this too. is Seth this whole time. <gasps> I just had a light bulb. Oh my god! Liz. You know Seth's got nothing else better to do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seth's just, just doing all of all the things all, all of the time. All of his businesses and his podcast ventures and his tweeting and like, his kids and, and his, his children. Yeah. Yeah. You know, of course he has time to do this. It just was a, a thought in my imagine in my it little was head. Seth. I like that. Should we run with that? Let's go. Let's just go with it being Seth and it's get Seth. Mike off the hook. Yeah. And then when Mike reveals himself, we'll be like, oh, haha, we didn't <laughs> think it was you. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Seth, yeah. I like that list. It's Seth. But we are back. In double digits this week, episode 10, We Are Liars podcast, a pretty little liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we were having, I was having a blast in the Discord chat tonight. What about you? Losing it. I wish we were together. You, My jaw dropped multiple times tonight. Multiple <laughs> she times. She was surprised, y'all. A lot. I there can't wait to discuss. On. It was messy. It was messy, but in the best way. Yes, really good. (laughs) It was great. Yeah, so this episode is titled Touched by an Angel, aired August 16th, 2011, written by Maya Goldsmith and Charlie Craig and directed by Chad Lowe. So Mr. Byron himself, Mr. Barron. No way, Mm -hmm. Mr. Barron. Mr. Barron, yeah. He wasn't in the episode, so I guess it makes sense that, you know, he, he was directing. So it was directing and busy. So the summary is Arya tries to process Spencer and Emily's news about Jason while dealing with her feelings for him. Hannah tries to be nice to her future stepsister, Kate. A turns up the heat on Emily by trying to push her to her breaking point. A was not killing, not cooling it off with Emily. Really aggressive towards Emily. Yeah. Like really uncomfortably. Mm-hmm. I think worse Maybe I'm not remembering, but see how close I can get my hands around your neck? Whoa. I know. Yeah. Uh, we. I mean, we had bouts of it in last season with Hannah, but it. this is yeah, like really no. personal yeah, with Emily. And, 
and so vulnerable being in your nakies. I know. It's Ooh, so crazy. Unbelievable. But we'll start with our friend Aria. She has mm-hmm. to find out about these pictures and she finds out as soon as we open the episode, she blurts out to Emily, Jason kissed me. And then Emily like blurts out to her like, well, he's got weird photos of you. So, <laughs> you know what? I didn't think this was going to happen so fast, but I'm kind of glad that her, she was like a loose cannon and just saying all of the things like, let's roll this story. Let's get it going. Yeah. I don't want to wait. This was I good. I don't, selfishly, I don't want to wait for any of these things to develop. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But it was nice that it was out in the open and more things will become very, you know, out in the open in this episode. So she's officially creeped out because Spencer's like, we don't know if you were sleeping or maybe you were drugged. Like, and she's like, yeah, because when would he have taken these photos of me? Right. Uh, so, so creepy. Ew. So Aria waltzes right up to Jason and she's like, hey, I hear you have some creepy photos of me what's the story and it's funny that last week you predicted hey maybe he developed someone else's film and i was like who's who's film michelle and you're like i don't know and i'm like it's ali's film yeah wow. so that is that's his story it that it's ali's film he found it under the floorboards with some of her like hidden things and so he developed them and wanted to gift Arya's photos of herself and her parts, as Kirsten said, to her. Wanted to frame her parts. Would you want to accept this as a gift? I wouldn't. While I think these photos were cool of her, like of the way that Allie went about them was weird. And I think if someone had, even if someone had, I willingly have posed for a photo and then they had like zoomed in on just my mouth or zoomed in on just my nose, I still would be like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> and why would I want yeah. this framed as a gift? It's a very strange gift. I don't know where he was going with this, yeah. but all of our listeners, like every single one of them is like, do we believe that this was Allie's or is Jason just trying to sound like less of a creep? Yeah. I mean, I know, but. Sure. You know, I'm in the camp right now where I don't want to believe him. Also, it's just strange to me that he would set up a whole dark room to develop these. Why wouldn't you just go and get them developed? That is a great point. That is Does a great Jason point. do <laughs> photography? Is this, did I miss that? Is this like, well, I guess well, this would be him doing photography, right? If he took these photos. But if he's just claiming like, oh, I found a roll of film. Like, if I found a roll of film, I'm not setting up a whole darkroom situation. No. I'm going to go get them developed. I guess maybe, and obviously there are some secrets that we still have to figure out, but maybe he felt as though, and especially with this new NET club, which we'll get into, maybe he felt like, hey, Ali might have stuff on him and he or his friends, mm. and he's like, I'm mm. just going to develop these in private just in case it's something sketchy or revealing. Yeah. about anyone but yes i do think it's extremely suspicious for him to just make his own dark room in his shed to develop one roll of of film from his sister he also does have surveillance equipment in there and he tells Arya, i move that stuff out because it's expensive and he moved all the pictures because like we said he wanted to frame them and give them to her so and he's like yeah your your friends were the one to like break in of course like this town is always trying to like pull secrets out of like thin air basically. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it was suspicious. 
He's very suspicious. And she even says, like, this doesn't look it good. Does, yeah, she's like, dude, it doesn't look good. He's like, yeah, I it's see that great. now. It doesn't look that good. Yeah. Yeah. So the day is, like, the day is not a regular day. It's a college fair day. So attendance is technically optional. And so we see the girls throughout the day. Spencer doesn't go to the fair, but Arya stays and Emily stays. And of course, as I said last week, Hollis has a booth at this fair. And Ezra and Jackie are the two representatives from Hollis. I'm like, really, that would not be the case. But of course, for drama, we did this. Right. I mean, Ezra is a new uh, employee of that school. And Jackie, like, why would you use these two? Wouldn't you pick someone from admissions? So, yes, right? Like, you, would. you wouldn't pick two random teachers. Yes, we understand that Ezra used to teach at Rosewood, but it's not even like he's alum at Rosewood. Mm-mm. He just taught right. there for like a semester. Good point. And Jackie, of course, to, for the drama, she's sure. there and she's like, hey, Z, and she's like being a little hands-on with him and Arya sees it from far away. She's very, you know, she's upset about it because obviously her relationship is on the line, especially after her and Jason sharing this kiss. And so then she tells Ezra about said kiss, which the way she's like, oh, it came out wrong. I'm like, no, you said it exactly the way you wanted to say it because you wanted to stir up shit because you want Ezra to be jealous. Right. right, that's exactly it. Because she's like, you know, you need to open up your eyes. Jackie's into you, has feelings for you. Right, and, it's not and like, we're you secret. Know, how it is. Right, right, and it's not like you know how it is for me. Even though I kissed Jason, Jason kissed me. It didn't mean anything. Right. It, the, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. It was so the way she said it was so backwards. Yeah. It didn't. She didn't elaborate. She didn't elaborate well enough, and it just didn't make sense for her to say it in the, that way. But Ezra's clearly threatened, and he's upset. And then Jackie walks over at this point, and she's like, "Hey, let me help you." And he's like fuming, and he walks away. And Queen Jackie herself is like, "Aria, honey, when you're out of high school, you'll just realize how naive you were." Like, wink, wink. And I don't know if Aria thinks that Jackie knows for sure that something is happening here or Arya thinks that Jackie's jealous. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe Jackie would be jealous at her that she's not with Ezra. But then again, yeah. that would be like she know that she would know that she's also with Arya. So he's with Arya. Right. So, I, I think Yeah. I think it to Arya just seems it makes it seem like Jackie's just jealous. She's just Jackie's jealous. saying like college, it really makes you grow up. Amazing. Amazing. Jackie, welcome back to the room. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. She's welcome anytime. Yeah. Yeah. So Arya knowing that, she goes to the grill and Ezra and her talk like texting and she's like, yeah, I know we need to talk. But then, of course, at that moment, Jason comes in with his framed photos. He got them so quickly framed. And he shows them to her and mentions that she had this hidden box under the floorboard. So he when he was going through and uh you know basically i guess just renovating the house he found some of Valley's stuff in it he claims is girl stuff in the chat we were like what is this girl stuff but in there is the role of film and he's like you can take a look of what else is in the box you can come back to my house and so she follows him there and he's like wait it's actually in his woodshed or something like that i don't know why he has so many sheds i know the property. That too. <laughs> i guess they're just so rich that they have all these sheds 
And she's like, yeah. I'm going to stay back because she's definitely, she's a little creeped out by the whole situation. Yeah. And then, God, we have Spencer see Jason and Arya talking before that at the grill. And she says to Toby, Arya is not going to listen to me, but I know who she will listen to. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So she hops in, she sees Ezra, hops in his car, tells him that she knows about their affair and that Arya is in danger and you need to come right away. <laughs> yes. Well, so, way to create some urgency to the issue. Yes. And she's she's like, I just I didn't know what to do. So Ezra like speeds up in his Prius because <laughs> he can go so fast <laughs> to the dealer at his house because I guess it's where Spencer uh, figured they would be. I know. How did she know that? Right. I don't really know, but you know, it's a small town. So maybe she followed them. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah. And Ezra's like, your friends were worried about you. Spencer knows about us. And Arya's like, why would she say that? Why would she tell you basically that I've told her this whole time that we've been together? <laughs> why would she tell? Why would she rat me out? And he's like, well, your friends are just worried. And here I am. And I'm threatened by this guy and I think that we should be public because of it like I'm so threatened that therefore we should be public and she's so happy about this it this is crazy the fact that he thinks that this is a good idea and they should tell his parents right they should tell her that's parents. where they should start tell her parents that's where they should start sure I mean I don't know who would who would we be starting with would Vic asked even at this point would we be telling our parents I I don't, I don't think, think I would so. still no. still would not be saying anything. No 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 no. <laughs> um and Jason also witnesses them yeah. together and he's like oh gotcha why you're unavailable. Right. And gives her the mm-hmm. box of gives her the box and she takes it home of the girl things and so she's going through those girl things which just seems to be like a little doll and like two other like figurines we didn't even get to see what they were yeah i don't know if um we might come back to it i honestly don't remember but um at this point ella comes into her room because she had witnessed spencer and ezra in the car together and thought huh that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then remember, there were rumors about Ezra and a student and thinks maybe Arya would know if Spencer and Ezra were together. And so Arya's like, no, definitely not. But would it be so bad? And Ella's like, well, yeah, I definitely would feel disappointed in both of them. And then she kind of takes back her word. She's like, actually, disappointment doesn't even cut it. I would be betrayed was if a, they were together. like a weird use of term yes and mike says do you think that ella had like a light bulb moment when she questioned aria kind of like well she kind of suspects and is maybe like i would be betrayed if this were to ever happen that makes more sense to me yeah because finding out if spencer and ezra got together and then saying i feel betrayed by that scenario is weird right especially like she acted like her and ezra were like these best friends they had like three conversations that you see on, you know, on screen. Right. And there's a big age difference between them two as well. You know, he's 23 and she's probably, you know, in her 40s. So it's not like uh-huh. they were super close either. Right. And I did like the fact that she did say it would be along the lines of inappropriate, his abuse of power. But mm-hmm. then to be like, I'd feel betrayed. It's like, yeah, I know it was a weird choice. Yeah. Yeah. To describe it. Yeah. But 
And then Arya sees Spencer later on and Spencer and her apologize to each other. And Spencer's just like, I I just didn't know what to do. I thought you were in danger. You're really small (laughs) and I love you. And she goes, Arya's like, yeah, it's fine. Just, just, you know, keep an eye out because my mom thinks that you and Ezra are working out. <laughs> and like, so how is good. this going to go over with Ezra? Like, oh, BT dubs, we actually can't tell anybody again. Exactly. So, yeah, we're back at square one. To be determined. Yeah. Yeah. I also have to mention a very brief mention of Mike in this episode. Yeah. We have Ella who sees Dr. Sullivan and she expresses her concerns about Mike and how he's withdrawn and he won't talk to anyone. And can Dr. Sullivan treat him? And so she says she doesn't like to treat siblings, which I thought was so strange as she had an entire group of girls being treated at the same time. And then she treated all of them individually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Like, like you shouldn't have done that. I don't that. know the logic. You should not no. have done that. It's too close mm-hmm. for comfort. They're all dealing with the same issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But she says, no, I'll I'll find some recommendations for him. So fingers crossed for some therapy, even though uh, Ella told Aria, it doesn't seem like Mike's really going to be into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At 14, I don't think you really want to be talking about your problems. No. To a stranger. No. Mm-mm. Okay, over to Spencer. She's in charge, which I think is so bizarre and random, to go through Ian's belongings while Melissa is gone. This is so weird. Why? Why would we give her this task? Where was the stuff? Yes. Was it in the barn? Was it in their apartment in Philly? Like, where was the stuff that now Spencer has to go through? And I'm like, well, nobody... He has no family. He has no next of kin. He has no one that cared about him. We see that you know, firsthand with the funeral. So nobody's going to want this stuff. You should just donate it all. I don't even know why they're going through it. You should just like pick it up and donate it. Luckily for Spencer, though, her and Toby go through Ian's belongings and they find an old yearbook at his time at Rosewood High. And under Ian's picture, he has a bunch of clubs and the last one being the NAT club. And Spencer's like, huh, I know all the clubs at school. What could this be? And so she searches through the yearbook to see if anyone else was a part of this made-up club. And of course, the audience is not surprised that it's Jason and Garrett. And she's like, I don't understand what NAT means. Like, this club obviously is is not a real club. It's made up, but it means something to them. And so Spencer picks up this old T-shirt and the T-shirt says, hopefully I don't butcher this, <laughs> Nos animadvarto totus, which in Latin translates to we see all, which it does not actually mean that. It doesn't? <laughs> the translation is incorrect. It's kind of like a fudge translation. What is the but translation along those it was lines? It's just like... Yes, sort of, but not exact. Uh, But we had to get that Bing in there, that Bing sponsorship. That Bing. So it's like kind of a smartphone. (laughs) Basically, yeah. I guess was it a Bing phone? Is that a was that a thing? I feel like it was. Really? Maybe I'm making this up. Like, well, I mean, as we were talking about last week, you know, smartphones were out, but no one in the show seemed to really have one. And I guess Spencer, of course, being the rich one, has a cool phone. The Bing phone. (laughs) The Bing phone. (laughs) The Chandler Bing phone. Uh, Spencer 
thinking about this now, she's like, well, Ian had these videos. Maybe Garrett and Jason were involved and this club was to spy on girls. And Toby's like, that's gross. They're perverts. And Spencer's like, maybe Allie found out and that's why Jason killed her. She's still on this. Jason killed Allison, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's not becoming on her. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) We all know how I feel about Jason, but Spencer, and I was talking about this in the chat, I'm just very, um, I'm very easily triggered by her these days. She's she's like a little bit too much of a smarty pants and like too much in your face about everything Jason. Well, Toby even calls her out on it. Yeah, he's like, what's the definition? Like, what's the word for like literally obsessed with things? Yeah, that's her with this. It's a little annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. yeah. And I remember first time around, I didn't think it was, but I guess this time around I do. So we'll see if it continues. But Spencer then later on stumbles across across jenna sitting in her living room she says her mom let her in but yeah i'm like i know again how is she how is she maneuvering herself she's only been blind for like a year if her mom is maybe two years that's fine but why wasn't the mom going through jason's stuff she called up jason oh my god (laughs) i was doing so good you had you had like one episode i know i know know. why didn't the mom go through ian's right if 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 veronica was there why didn't she help right but they enlist spencer or maybe spencer volunteer because she's like i want to find out this shit she probably did did. yeah but jenna's there and she's like hey we had a deal remember now that ian has confessed to ali's murder that was should have been the end of it but you keep digging and toby was digging I, i found that he was going through my things again and they have this, you know, little argument back and forth. And Spencer's like, oh, like you care about Toby. And Jenna's like, I do care about Toby. And Spencer's like, yeah, I know how much you care about him. Remember, like I have things on you. And Jenna leaves and Spencer's like, by the way, say hello to Garrett. <laughs> and Jenna's fuming. <laughs> so she gets herself in the car and she's like pissed, pissed. Yeah. But like, what's the deal? With? With Jenna. <laughs> I don't remember their deal. We had, well, we had the an agreement. Deal, well, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. In season one, the girls find Jenna's file, remember? And in it is talked about her time with Toby. Right. And the girls also right. yes. had her home videos, which yes. they don't anymore. They don't have the file and they don't have the videos, but Jenna still thinks that they do. So their deal was like, it really wasn't a deal. I guess... Jenna wasn't going to tell the secret that the girls blinded her. Okay. And that's, they would keep that she does. To. Got it. She did things to her brother, stepbrother, whatever. God, this show is too much. Twisted. Way too much. Really... Yeah. So Jenna's not pissed that the girls know about her and Garrett. So she gets in the car and she's like, they know we're hooking up and you need to go talk to Jason because it's going to come out sooner or later and you need to fi- make sure like he doesn't say anything. So then Garrett pays his buddy Jason a visit. He brings a six pack of beer with him and Jason's like, nah, do I'm sober. <laughs> and Garrett's like, now more than ever, we need to keep the secret because I'm a cat. Garrett's and that's a turd. literally it. He is a He's the worst. Turd. Like, were yep. they just making gross videos and like underground pervert? style and jenna is a part of it that's my predict right here 
Okay. We heard it here. Underground. First time. Inappropriate filming. Right. Especially if the girls were underage, Mm -hmm. you know, could be very dicey here. Mm -hmm. All right. Over to Emily, who is the weakest link. Remember that show? Oh, of course. (laughs) My mom and I used to love watching it. And we'd always go, the weakest link, weakest link. (laughs) So good. good. Uh, But A has her number this season. Uh, especially in these first like 10-ish episodes. So she's pouring her alphabet cereal that are filled entirely of A's. I loved it. And it was this so great. great. And a little note that literally says that Emily is the weakest link. Kim asked, do we think Emily is the weakest link? I feel like she's the best link for the girls because she's the first to be like, let's tell people about things. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, if I had to, but they all like bend to A's ways because they need to because they have secrets. They have to, but it just seems like as of late, like let's just keep like packing in Emily because she's bound to break. Right. In that way, it's like she is the weakest one because we're withering her down. Yeah. 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 She was easily wore down. I mean, it's not easy, but... they did a lot to her. Yeah. So what was she, what was she going to do? Right. So she goes to her locker and all this stuff gets spilled out because it was jammed. And Dr. Sullivan swoops in to comfort her because he, she can tell that Emily is upset. And Dr. Sullivan's like, look, make an appointment with me. And Emily's like, yeah, there are definitely things that I and the girls have not told you. So Emily plans to make an appointment. Um, and then Ashley tells Hannah that she has this gift card for a massage and Emily should use it because more than Hannah and Ashley, she needs it. And so Emily goes to her appointment and it's a relaxing spa. It's her first massage ever. And so the masseuse tries to calm her nerves. And so Emily lays down on the table and never picks her head up from the table. She's relaxing, has a great massage. And then the masseuse comes in and is like, sorry. I had it was running late scheduling problems and Emily's like wait a minute you didn't give me a massage who was in here and then a has written in the the condensation that they were the one who had given Emily a massage creepy that means like a touched you like a is no longer just a text message or like a weird threat or a symbol a prank Mm -hmm. hands a's hands have now touched you yeah it's a whole nother level. This just like, to me, raised the creep level. Yes, absolutely. And so Emily is like beyond shocked. She can't even function. She goes home. She takes a shower. She's trying to recuperate. The girls are trying to take care of her. But like, A was like threatening her in text yet again. Like, oh, I'm going to put my hands around you, as you said in the beginning. Right. Like, like it didn't yeah, take, poor it wasn't girl. that hard to get my hands around your neck. What? I would be, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to leave the house. I would become like agoraphobic and just. Mm-mm. Yeah, but even then, like nowhere is safe. Nowhere is safe. Yeah. Right. And it's like A is always everywhere. Like it doesn't make sense as to how they could be everywhere. Yeah. I mean, especially you know? for the massage. Like how did they do that? How did you get into that parlor? Right. And I'm sure you were in a hoodie and right, it was suspicious. Like, like, no, sure. Right. I I black the black tonight. hoodie. 
Oh my God. Yeah, you could be A tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she chokes herself with the headphones. <laughs> I know, maybe I'll just park. I can't. <laughs> you look like E.T. You have like eyeballs on like the sides of your head. <laughs> I do because I can't get it over you. Yeah. Uh, there are many costumes that have um, spun out of this show, but the black hoodie is definitely one of the most iconic characters. Sure. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Ooh, so pretty. I know. All right. Lastly, let's talk about Hannah. Tom has sent Hannah this handwritten letter expressing how much it means to him that she be at his wedding, which I'm like a phone call would have sufficed, but whatever. Our listener, Kate, asked, did we actually watch the royal wedding that they referenced in the episode? No. I did not either. No, I caught the highlights. Yeah, I think my mom did. Yeah. Not the whole thing, but like definitely watched a majority of it, but I I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm way more into royal things now. Yes. Way more. Well, not me, but you are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So Hannah decides she's not going to attend the college day. She tries it out, but then she leaves and she makes an appointment to go to the bridesmaid's dress shop, which seems like they pan. It looks like they're in the city. So maybe she went like and drove to Philly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because I'm like, why is Isabel, I mean, why is Kate like in the same city? Because doesn't Tom, Tom doesn't live in Rosewood anymore. Right. I know. I don't, I was confused to that, but. Anywho, um, Hannah takes Mona with her to the dress store and she tries on this chocolate brown, like taffeta old school bridesmaids dress. And they're both like, ooh, not great. Mona's like, I'm dry heaving in my mouth. This is awful. Like, who is your dad marrying? Like some hillbilly, right? And then out walks Kate, who they change the actress, which... Definitely very different than the original. And she I mean, seems so much older. Yeah. Than what I'm remembering of when they all had dinner in the grill. The dinner. Kate seemed like yeah, a the very dinner. quiet, younger. Right. Daughter. Like maybe like a little meek, like just, yeah. just quiet. Yeah. And this Kate is definitely a, a presence. And you can tell that Mona is gravitating towards her very quickly because she's a very um, well-to-do and she's got high fashion and you know, all these like re- unreleased pocketbooks and Hannah's like, I just really don't want to like have to deal with her. But then Mona invites them to get lunch with Kate and it ends up being they're going horseback riding, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, Kat had asked us, what do we think of this new Kate? I mean, it, I think, like you said, she seems older. Yeah. I can't tell if she was just a rude person and that's just how she was. Or like I said in the chat, maybe she was just sensing the vibe that Hannah was giving that Hannah doesn't like her or her mother. And so that way that's just like has her guard up about being nice to her. Well, also the whole loudspeaker situation. Well, yeah. I mean, that was a confirmation. Correct. And I think you. Kate is the type of person like, if you mess with me, I'll gut you type of deal. I'll mess with you back. Right. So it's in yeah. a way like Hannah now has her own A. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she just knows who this A is. Right. Right. But <laughs> the, the like presence of another threatening mm-hmm. persona. Yep. Sucks for her. It does. But 
you know, she didn't check her surroundings before <laughs> screaming that she, Isabel is a, a what'd she call her? Like a, a, is a slur or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't <laughs> it good. It was not good. Skank, something mm-hmm. skanky. Um, but so Mona and Hannah end up going horseback riding with Kate and her older cousins and Kate's cousins are like less than impressed with Hannah. They're kind of like into Mona, but Mona's like faking it till she makes it. <laughs> she's speaking French and she's telling them that she went to equestrian school and like camp and they're impressed with her. But then Hannah and Mona end up losing the horses and uh, Hannah is pissed because she's like, Mona, you got us into this. You really just wanted to be on Kate's good side. You were impressed by her. And they kind of have a fight back and forth. And Mona even says, like, I wish Caleb would come back because you're just like a biatch. Right. I mean, I think <laughs> Which that's is not, I don't, I don't find, like, that her being a biatch has anything to do with Caleb. I think she was just annoyed with this horse situation. Yeah, but I think it doesn't help. Like, her love is gone, so. Right. True. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she was so relatable wearing, like, the gray hoodie and Ugh. her hair up in a bun this episode. I'm like, yep, that is, like, the heartbroken right. signature, right. <laughs> you know. Uh, Mike had asked if we had ever been horseback riding. Yeah, man. My family Not and I. Not since I was, like, a kid. We did a whole vacation in Vancouver. Well, British Columbia. And we stayed at a dude ranch. And my horse was Bubbles for the week. I loved it. It was so fun. I didn't know any of that. What? Yes, you did. I did not know. You know the picture of like, oh my god, <laughs> the family photo. I'm sure there are many pictures. I don't. Like, I didn't know you guys stayed like, at a horse. dude ranch oh, yeah, we, for a whole week. Yeah, and we had our own cabin. And the guy, uh, he flew private planes, so we did that. And they had hawk training. And like the thousand wow. pound pig stepped on my foot. Oh, I remember hearing that story. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was at the dude ranch in British Columbia. At the dude ranch. Yeah. Wow. Echo Valley Ranch. Shout out. Shout out. Whoop, whoop. I would so go back there. It was so fun. It was so fun. That's so much fun for you oh, as little it. kids. I, loved it. I think we were, I don't remember how old we were. I'll have to send you that picture though, Liz. <laughs> Woof. That's something we're not sharing, but I'll send that to you. <laughs> I get the goodies. <laughs> I know. So they get back to this, the stables, like lodge portion and Hannah is so fired up and she tells Mona like, look, I don't need to impress Kate and Isabel. And she calls Isabel some nasty names. And all of this is projected over the loudspeaker and Kate and her cousins here. And Hannah runs out to apologize, but Kate's like, nah, it's too late. So then Hannah is at home. She's getting ready all her snack packs, like five snack packs. And she's like, I'm going to have this terrible afternoon waiting for like Ashley to reprimand her or waiting for Tom to call. And then Tom does call and it's a good phone call. He's happy to know that Kate and uh, Hannah had a good time together and then Kate gets on the phone and she's like yeah Hannah don't feel bad about today but just worry just like just know I'm out like Donkey Kong like I'm out it's all like Donkey Kong Kate how old is she she's giving me college she's not in college she's in high school mm-hmm. okay but doesn't she seem so much older she does she definitely seems more mature yeah Especially than Hannah. She's... Yeah. And she's just more... I think she's an, an only child. Mm. And... Well, not that Hannah's not, but, you know, she just... She comes from, obviously, money, and it's a different lifestyle. And she... um Yeah, she's just a little bit more grown up than Hannah and her friends. But all of our listeners need to know, Michelle, what is Kate going to do to Hannah? Oh, I think she'll just torture her. 
It'll be a bunch of things, like slow torture. Blame things on her, cause scenes. I'm excited. Not that I want our little Hannah Banan to be tortured, but Mm. I do kind of like this drama. I remember the first, well, probably first and second time watching this, that this Kate journey is definitely not my favorite. Oh, no. So it gets old? Does it get old? It's... I I remember like the things that happened and like, I remember being like when's this when's this going when's this wrapping up it's okay. too much for me okay that was you know back in the day who knows if I'll feel differently maybe it's even shorter than I imagined it to be oh, okay. I hope right. so we'll see mm. but yeah she's uh she's out for blood that one mm-hmm. so I guess we are going to the wedding well I can tell you that there is a rehearsal dinner next week okay. All right, because I'm like either bridal shower needs to happen or bachelorette. Or... I didn't watch past next week, so I don't know if the wedding is going to be then after. Well, that would make sense. I mean, usually the rehearsal dinner is like the night it's before. It's like the night, the night before usually, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have our last scene, which is an A nod. We have this session between Dr. Sullivan and one of her patients, and we zoom kind of close to the coat rack, and you see a black hoodie there and black gloves, and... She's like, all right, so what do you want to talk about? And so alluding that A is either an old patient or a new patient of Dr. Sullivan. Right, right. So, or maybe it's someone else and they want you entirely. Right, maybe it's Emily. (laughs) Right, they want you to think something. Mm -hmm. And just wore a black hoodie. Right. Right. Good thoughts. Mm. All right, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Movie Friends is a film podcast for everyone, where two friends discuss some of the greatest Seth. films. Yes, Michelle? Did you rehearse that? Well, I'm reading it off a script for the commercial. It's really not a commercial, it's a promo, but oh, did you really think a script could describe our show? Words are generally what are used to describe things, no, so yes? No, 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 no. Our show is fun! It's all about the dynamic between you and me and how you're a movie guy and how I'm definitely not a movie guy. But you are like a movie guy. No, and we talk about movies and we talk about life and cats and we're joking all the time. People listen for that stuff, not the movie stuff. Right, but the movie stuff is like, that's the stuff. Wow. Maybe you should have rehearsed this more. Movie Friends. It's a podcast about film. It's a podcast about friends. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon at Movie Friends Podcast. We want to be your movie friends. Oh, hold on my ass. I know, right? Like, it's like my coccyx bone. Which bone is that? It's like the tailbone, basically, like all the way at the bottom. Like, it's literally numb if I touch it right now. That's how, like, much I've been sitting. Oh, this chair, like, my ass. Cox- <laughs> what is it? Coxic? Coxic bone. No, that's your coxic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelle. Yeah. You sh- you're like Weird Al. You should have this album of all the <laughs> songs that you make up. <laughs> all your slogans. <laughs> I know it's true, right? I have my own language. You do. But now I'm going to, every time it's going to hurt, I'm going to sing that. I'm Did glad you know that I, get, I, I taught you something. <laughs> that and uh, Mark Wahlberg, right? Marky Mark. Marky Mark. <laughs> All right, let's get into some ice cream. Lucky Leon's ladle. No, isn't it ladle? No, it's ladle. <laughs> 
Mike had even sent me an emoji of a ladle. A ladle. <laughs> of a ladle. Just in case I needed the Hey, the help. it helps. So it's Hagen dazs Extras Rocky Road Ice Cream. Ooh. Fluffy ripples of marshmallow and roasted almonds come together in a legendary chocolate ice cream made with Canadian dairy, which both of you now know what it tastes like. We did get to drink some uh, milk we in a pitcher. Did. Uh, on over the weekend it should have been another smooth week for our liars with their only worrying being trying to figure out which college they'd like to go to however the road the liars are on is anything but smooth emily is trying to relax after what she's been through with a nice massage only to find out that it was in a's hands working out those knots the plan to tell aria's parents about her relationship with Ezra hits a bump in the road when Ella confronts Arya, thinking it's Spencer and Ezra, saying she'd be really disappointed if it was true, causing Arya to second guess, letting her parents know about her and Ezra. Poor Hannah leaving her helmet on the speaker button, allowing everyone to hear her true feelings about Kate and Isabel. What payback does Kate have in store for her? Will she bend Hannah like the bend in the spoon as we dig into our delicious ice cream? Wow, very good, Mike. Good one, Mike. I do. Do you like Rocky Road? I don't know. Well, it's got... Same. I feel like I've had it like once. Same. The marshmallow, since I usually don't do marshmallow. Yeah. It's gelatin. Yeah. So, yeah. Not my go-to. Back in the day when I worked at Cold Stone, it was like one of the flavors that people would... Because, you know, at Cold Stone, if you aren't familiar, they have all these like creations that are the ones that are most common and mostly people get that because it's like you know, foolproof and you can see already what's in it. But then people would make up their own versions of like other flavors and Rocky Road was one of them. And Cold Stones was chocolate ice cream with marshmallows, fudge and almond. But I've seen it where it doesn't have almond. I've seen it where it has like pecans or walnuts. Which one is Moose Tracks? I think Moose Tracks has like a bunch of different is it similar? I think it has like a though? lot of stuff Isn't it in it. Similar? I think so, but I don't think Moose Tracks usually is chocolate. I think it's usually vanilla. Oh, got if, it. Okay. If memory, it's probably like the vanilla version. Got it. Of that. Anywho, Anywho. who was your MVP? I really struggled with this. <laughs> I struggled too. I don't have an MVP. I had Ashley slash Ella. Okay, I was like in good. question mark. Yeah. Because Ashley always is a great choice, and Ella, I think. I don't really remember why I picked her. I guess we're just for like <laughs> looking out for her son up, and speaking, and speak, up. yeah, right, and saying something to Aria. But I think Ashley takes it for me yet again this week. Yeah, she's a good choice. I mean, I also struggled with my shittiest too. I think I'm just gonna give it to Garrett again. Yeah, that's who I was gonna pick. Right, like it's such a blah answer. But I don't like him bringing the beer and then be like, oh right. I don't like that. I mean, he could have forgot that Jason. Yeah, I was like, it's not Ian, Michelle, it's Jason. <laughs> that Jason's sober. But I don't know. He's just giving me the ick. Mm. He's just giving yeah. me the ick. Totally. The ick. Mm-hmm. I definitely less cringy this, this definitely. time around. Definitely. I, I wasn't really cringed at all. I was just very much entertained. So I don't know really where that lands. I don't like... It's old. We don't have to give it a cringe at all. Then. Yeah, I don't think it. Did, I don't think it needs a cringe. It didn't. It didn't make the meter go at all. No, I agree. No, it's just very entertaining. Extremely yeah. entertaining. All right, and I'm just gonna give you the title. Here we go, and then we're gonna wrap it up. The next week's episode is titled 
I must confess, it is the mid-season finale. <gasps> so I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Awesome. And it's juicy. Like lots of juicy juicy things happen. Like I could not pick one specific thing that I wanted to tell you. I ended up going with I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. That it's Tom and Isabel's rehearsal dinner. And let's just say Kate her vengeance is out. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, the fact that it's that's happening i feel like it's going to be like half the episode is going to be that and then the other half will be what's going to happen in rosewood and does jenna go back to the doctor like when what's going on with the vision uh not next week okay all right i haven't (laughs) forgotten because i really want that to happen i know you do okay so all right so we're gonna have the rehearsal dinner Shit's going to go crazy kate's gonna do some real nasty vengeful things but Make it seem like she's not doing them. Mm-hmm. Arya and Ezra, I think, are going to get into a little bit of an argument about how they can't come become public. And she'll explain mm-hmm. like, oh, my mom actually thinks you're with Spencer. Didn't get a good reaction from this. And he's going to be like, but I don't want to lose you. I want to be proud of our relationship. You'll see some corny shit. This whole episode, I'm just like, can we just make out? Just make out. Yeah, Ezra. As you know how I feel no, about I know, Ezra. Same. So I think we're, we'll get some of that. And then with Emily, I think we'll have her go to therapy. Okay. And see how that goes. I'll tell you something positive happens to Emily next week. Okay, good. Fantastic. I don't know what that is, but she needs... Maybe a blast from the past. Oh, <gasps> Paige! Is that who the blast that could be? Paige McCullers. M- wait, will, what's her last name? McCullum. Ple- Paige McCullers. McCullers. I plead the fifth. That's fine. We will That's see fine. next That's fine. week at the mid-season Paige. finale. <sighs> yes, so I'm excited for next week's episode to see what goes on there. If you have any questions, any comments for the mid-season finale, you can reach us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, it's 631-600-3916. We love to hear your voices. Anything, I mean, it could be a private message or you can send us something for the show. We'd love to play it. And I cannot believe we're already at almost halfway wow. with this season. That's really exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait. There's 25 episodes, so it's a lot, a lot this season, but like I said, next week is good, and things happen, fun things, Stoked. and can't wait to hear what you have to say. Until next week, goodbye. Bye, liars. Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein, music by Anthony Vacora.